Hey, 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 guys, it is Allison. I am the host of your show, Allison Answers Mission Awake. I cannot wait to sit down with you today and go over how we are going to crush the mediocrity in your life that has been plaguing our society since the beginning of time. I cannot wait to have a real deal conversation that includes intelligence, fun, excitement, and real actionable steps to make a real difference in the life that you're living now and making it into something you can be damn proud of and excited to live. Sit down, put on your damn seatbelt, and get ready for the ride of your life. Hey guys, how are you? It is Allison from Allison Answers and Logger Counseling Services. I am your host today and I'm doing a solo podcast on a very important topic to me. And the reason that I've chosen this topic is because I've been thinking about the concept that with a little bit of regret, considering I wish I knew then what I know now. And that's our topic for today. And I want you to really consider what are the things that you wish you knew 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago? What are the things that you wish you had done? What are the things that you wish you had knowledge in and that you could have done something about a long time ago? And I think a lot of us live there. I think the longer that we live, the more we wonder about that sort of thing. And I want to just throw out to you this concept. I'm going to tell you some things that I wish I knew 20 years ago that I know now. And while we're doing this, I want you to consider what are the things that you wish you had known? And what are the things right now that you're not doing that in 20 years, in 10 years, in five years, you're going to say, oh, I wish I did that back then. Oh, wow. I wish I worked out every day back then, five years ago. So I want you to consider that anything we're doing now, we get our payoff three months, six months, nine months, sometimes a year later. I've been in business for 30 years and my payoff is now. You know, the, you know, Andy Frisilla, Ed Milet, they talk about, you know, the concept of being an overnight success. Well, let me tell you something. There's no such thing. You know, that's a rarity. It's the building over time. It's the day in and day out. And, and I, even the way I just said that, I don't even like, because it's not like, oh, this drudgery, you know, I'm building this. No. How about every moment that I'm alive, I'm awake and aware in the now. And I'm not judging myself, but I'm making incremental changes. I'm doing actionable steps that if I do them today, will have an incredible impact on tomorrow. They will accumulate. You know, it's the idea that if you took, you know, the little first, let's say you're building a mountain with teaspoons, teaspoons of dirt. Let's say you take, right, one teaspoon, the first teaspoon that goes on the ground as you're building that that hill or that mountain? Is that any less important than the last one that has built a 30-foot hill? Is it If it's a 5,000-foot mountain built with one teaspoon at a time, is the first teaspoon less valuable than the last? And that's what I want to say to you. Very often, we, we devalue the moment that we're in and the action that we're taking because it's not doing anything big or miraculous. 
We're forgetting the compound effect. We're forgetting the accumulation of incremental moves. Incremental moves are the most powerful moves that you can make. It is like a superpower if you catch this vision. And what I I wish I caught that vision, you know, 20 years ago. I wish I understood the power of the moment that I'm in. So that's the first one that I wish I knew. I wish I knew the power of now, the power of a small motion, you know, one incremental, one little, one little uh, tweak in a situation can turn a whole ship over time. And I wish that I knew that. So I want you today to not regret knowing that. What I want to say to you about that, though, is that what I do now is instead of sitting around in regret that, oh, I wish I knew that now. And where would I be if I had known that? No, what I do now is I say, okay, well, I know it now. So I'm going to make every now, every moment, something that's going to move the needle just a little bit more. Something that's going to, you know, I'm going to add value wherever I go. I'm going to be sure that my moments matter and that I'm not going to waste any moment that I'm living on nonsense. And you know what? We do it anyhow. Believe me, you know, like all of a sudden you get on your phone, you're like, oh, (laughs) she just keeps scrolling. And like, before you know it, like 30 minutes pass, you know, well, that's 30 minutes. I'm never getting back. It's like ridiculous, right? Or a show you hate. And you're like, oh my God, what the hell did I just waste time watching a television show when I could have been doing something that would get me where I really want to be in my life? So that's it. So let's start with the, I'm just going to just go through a few of them. And I want you to really, I hope this sparks something inside of you. Remember everything that I do on this podcast is because I want to crush mediocrity in your life and in mine. It reminds me not to, to, to live in the middle. It reminds me to get outside of that bell curve and go all the way to the end and, and be a star, be a winner. Be, and when I say a star, what I mean by that is be unique. You know, that's where our stardom is. That's where our greatness is, is in the rarity that's inside of us and the DNA that, that these, those little seeds inside of us that are packed with power. I always think of the apple seed and I think about all the information that's in there and it goes under the ground in the dark and it's there for a long time. You know, if it if it was thinking about, you know, will I ever get out of this dark place I'm in? Will I ever become, you know, this huge majestic tree? It probably doesn't even consider that, right? But it, all the information is in there and the power is in there to create this incredible thing. So I want you to understand, use your moments to create the life that you want. So the next thing that I wish I knew, number two, what I wish I knew then, what I know now is about profit first. It's about paying yourself first. It's about how you allocate your resources. So when I say profit first, or or and I love the book Profit First, I highly suggest it. I try to live my financial life based on it. And um, what a great guy who wrote that book. You'll see that in the notes and uh, just shout out to him. Maybe one day you'll be on my podcast, buddy, Mike, who wrote Profit First. Great guy. But anyhow, not like I know him. I'm throwing the name around like I know the dude. I don't know him at all. I would love to know him. But anyhow, back to 
what we do with our first fruits, what we do with the first thing in the morning, what we do with the first of our money, what we do with the first of our time, what we do with the first of our love, like, what do we do with it? And I think, you know, in his book, he talks about, you know, doing things completely opposite of what our society does, you know, what accounting is normally likes, you know, like accounting is more as profit is what's left over. And what he talks about is that you want to take your profit first. And that what that what that means to me is that you want to pay yourself first or know what you're doing with let's just go with money. So if you're doing the finances and you take your profit first, then you're in charge of your profit. And everything else has to bow down to that. Your expenses have to bow down to that. You know, how you allocate your money, you know, has to bow down to the profit that you insist on. And what the way that we think and the way that we believe and the way that we the way that we command our life is incredible because it creates something that we don't realize we have the power to create. So it's also, I think about, you know, the first time that I allocate to my day. So when I wake up, do I spend an hour scrolling on the phone? What do I do with that first hour? That's something that I've been working on and have worked on is that, you know, you don't pick up your phone in the first hour because then you're in a state of reaction instead of creation and and that you don't follow the first mood or the first thought that is rolling around in your head from your dream state. What you do is you create the emotion and you create the thoughts that you'd like to think for that day, taking charge of the first moments of your day. So that leads me into my third thing that I wish I knew then that I know now is that I have power over my feelings. I never knew that. My feelings were the dictator of my life. If I felt sad, then sadness was my day. If I felt angry, then anger was my day and bitterness and looking at what was wrong with others, blame, judgment, right? If I felt anxiety, then I look, would look for and see anxious things, scary things. Life was a scary place. But I've learned now, and I wish I knew then, that when I wake up, I say, what do I get to feel today? I get to choose what I feel today. And today I choose joy. Today I choose enthusiasm. Today I choose passion. Today I choose being vivacious and invigorated. Today I choose peace. Today I choose fun. You know, and today, you know, one of the things I'll say, and it's it's actually I can wake up and feel really crappy and feel like, you know, even, you know, since, you know, different things that have happened in my life that have really hurt me, a lot of, you know, tragedy and stuff, I can wake up crying. And I have, I've literally woken up crying at three o'clock in the morning. And I didn't even know, like, I didn't realize when I woke up because, you know, of grief or whatever. So what I'll do is like, I, you can forget in that moment because the emotion is so strong you can forget that you have some power over it. And it almost feels like very odd to say something like, I get to choose how I feel today when you're so sad or when you're so upset over, you know, something unjust, let's say, and to say, so I'm going to choose this. It feels like you're lying, but in actuality, all you're doing is commanding the way you want your day to be, the way you want to feel. Again, I always want to tell you guys that I'm not ever encouraging repressing your emotion. I don't agree with that. I think we have to address 
what we're feeling and move through it. But we also don't want it to be in charge because it's just an emotion and emotion is a chemical reaction. And it's, um, we become addicted to the feelings that we feel the most and the way in which we have interacted with this emotion throughout our life. And it becomes, it can become something that our body becomes addicted to. And we go through withdrawal chemically when we don't feel that same feeling. So when you start to move away from depression or anxiety or, or anger, you know, the different, the different chemicals that are released in your body, what will happen is your body will put an alert out and it'll feel like a withdrawal and it'll, it'll draw, it'll pull you back to feel the emotion so that it can have the chemicals released that it's addicted to, to go into the synapse. So I want you to know that you have more power than you realize. Just try it. Okay. The third thing I wish I knew is that I had, um, that my thoughts are dictate everything I create, that there are two creations and that what I think is the creator of my life. So, and our thoughts are born of our belief system that has been born in us from the time we're actually physically born or probably before that uh, within our mother's womb. So the creation of belief is something that's dictating everything we do. And so I wish I knew that if I was in charge of the way I thought, that I would be able to have different outcomes. And the fourth thing I really wish I knew is that every second of my life is being built by me. Now, I'm a person of faith. I, I believe in God. You know, whatever you believe is, I just bless you and honor whatever you believe. But for me, my perspective is that if I, I'm a co-creator with the universe, with God, with my creator, with the source, with, with um, infinite love, infinite intelligence, and that all of that is available to me, and that we are magnificent creatures that have so much that we are capable of doing, greater things than these we can do, but we just don't know it. You know, those who have eyes to see, let them see. So what I really am asking you to do is to just practice, try it. It's fun. And it's it's not some hokey thing. This is real science. And I want you to understand that what I'm talking about, I think that a lot of what's happened is that with real science, quantum physics, and different things about the power of thought, we have, you know, over a hundred years ago, we harnessed the in- insurmountable power of electricity, right? And we act like it's nothing now, but it's invisible. How did we even do that? And the, the real thing is, is that we have an incredible amount of power in our, in our thoughts. Our thoughts are all these electrical impulses. They move faster than the speed of light. They can be in the future and create things without our knowing it. And we're very, very dumbed down because we're, we're not living in wave, we're living in particle. And when you're doing that, we're in a 3D world where most of what is coming at us perceptually is completely filtered out. So, you know, I remember learning this in Psych 101. It was, and I'm sorry, it wasn't Psych 101. It was the psychology of perception, but it was like my first semester. And they describe that our filtering system, you know, that, you know, our eyes, ears, nose, mouth, our five senses, and our brain is filtering out so much information that it could like 
it would be so overwhelming. It would kill us. It's just too much information, light sounds. You're just like, and it's, it's not visible to us. And we want to remember that there's a power. There's so much power outside of our physical bodies. So there's two creations. So when I looked out in my yard, when I first moved there, I saw a pool, I saw a basketball court. I designed it in my mind. And guess what? Now it's there. The things that I want, I see them and I visualize them and I spend time on that. And I am not good at it at all because honestly, whatever you can visualize and stay with and start to create in your mind, you will eventually have. Now, whether you believe me or not, there's nothing I can do about that. (laughs) But uh, don't leave your hateful comments, okay? Or your mean-spirited shit. Okay, let's get back. But uh, just a tag on the inside note. Anyhow, back, I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, back to what I'm saying. What I wish I knew then that I know now is that my belief system was created through uh, just very random means. And my whole belief system, the way I perceive the world, Albert Einstein says this, I hope it's him because everybody tags his name on all this shit. But I believe that it was him that said, you know, we have to decide, you know, what is the world that we've born into? Were we born into a hostile and cruel world? Or were we born into a world that's a friendly place? And, you know, a lot of that is determined by how quickly our parents picked us up when we were crying. You know, do my needs get met? Were people mean to me? Were you abused? Were you physically abused, sexually abused? Were you emotionally abused? Did people ignore you? Did your feelings matter? All of those things were creating beliefs inside of you neurologically. And just to sum it up in a really quick way, it's just kind of like anything, any moment, any nuance in your life when you were a teeny baby and throughout, you know, between two and seven years old, you had made one and a half quadrillion synaptic connections, which is the meaning that you've attached to the moments that you experienced. One and a half quadrillion is 1000 trillion connections within neurons in your brain that are you know, developing. So these become laid down, they become part of our wiring. And then anything that doesn't match that wiring is filtered out. So this is an incredible knowledge to have. I wish I knew that. I wish this was taught in schools. I feel, I don't know even how to describe how strongly I feel about the fact that children do not know this, that, you know, age appropriately, we are not teaching this to human beings. How could this possibly be that math and reading, well, reading, I love reading. I can't say that because shit, everybody should freaking read, but that, that this stuff is not part of life learning for human beings to understand their operating system, which is our body. And our body separates us from a lot of things that we need to know. And we end up allowing our body to dictate to us instead of us being in charge of our body. So I'm, I talk about all of this in my book. I talk, my, my daughter is repeatedly calling me right now. <laughs> See how calm I am? But anyhow, so as long as we do not dictate you know, what is happening, as long as we do not allow other 
things outside of us or our body to dictate our life and where we're going. And we understand that we have the power to dictate where we go. We're in a win-win situation. We are winning. And that's what I really wish I had known when I was growing up. And I hope, and a big part of this podcast, I want to tell everybody that I can, my book, The Truth is Good Enough is coming out. I'm so excited. It's been such a labor for me. It's just not a labor, just I have had so much anxiety about it to like share things about myself and just to have people be able to criticize me. Like what the fudge is that? Like they write reviews, yuck. So just putting myself out there has been hard for me, but you know, I hope that I could get your support that, um, you know, if it really, really sucks, like you'll be nice to me at least, but anyhow, I'm just kidding. But what I really want you to know is that we have all the things inside of us to create the life that we want. And that's basically what my book is about. We have to know the truth about what's happening inside of our brain, our bodies, our minds, our thoughts, our belief system, and then know the direction that we actually have, that we have the power to change our outcomes through actively, intentionally thinking in the way that we want to live in the future and to actively, intentionally be in charge of our chemical system, to be in charge of our emotional state, because we get to decide that and to decide how our time is spent that where are our first fruits spent? What are we doing financially? Everybody's complaining about wanting money, wanting everything, and they walk into their grave wanting. And uh, you can spend your whole life wanting and never getting. Wanting is a state of lack. So I just want to reiterate the incredible importance of if you're regretting what you know what you know now because you didn't know it then, and you're going to spend even a moment doing that, understand what this means. What this means is that today, this moment that you're in, awake and aware in the now, without judgment of what you haven't done in a state of peace, you can create the life that you want. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm looking forward to a lot of great guests that are about to come on. and I'm really looking forward to them because they're great people. And um, I would love it if you could subscribe, leave a review. I would love to help as many people as I can before I hit my grave. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I just want to say to you that we are all together a part of the mission, Mission Awake, a mission that's going to stop the mediocrity that's plaguing all of us. So if you got something here today, I ask that you would be a part of this mission and you'd share it with whoever you can. Take a screenshot of the show and share it on your Instagram. If you are looking for me, you can find me on social media platform, Instagram, Allison Answers or Lager Counseling Services. And give us a, a review and subscribe if you could to YouTube. Allison Answers. That's where you're going to get a lot of content. I drop stuff every day, goofy stuff, all different kinds of stuff. Five-minute videos that just get you moving in your day. Have a great week. See you next time.